Hi, we've got three of your favorite stories from the past year of Curiosity Daily to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about what would happen if you could actually stop time, scientifically speaking, the incredible benefits of leaving your phone out of your bedroom, and one of our favorite scientific discoveries of the year, a new world beyond Pluto. Let's discover some curiosity. You know how some superheroes and supervillains can stop time? Well, it turns out the real-world effects of stopping time wouldn't be very practical. But they're a pretty fun way to learn about physics. Can I just say I loved this article? Yeah, me too! <laughs> I loved writing it. I'm really big into time stopping because I played a lot of Mega Man 2 when I was little. Aha! Flash Man is iconic. Really good music, too. Yeah, actually, you helped me with this article because I was like, what's an example of a time where you stop time? And you're like, Mega Man! I remember. And then time stopped. And I thought to myself, now is my chance. <laughs> anyway, it was good. Before we get into this, let's define what we mean by stopping time. We're talking about when you stop time for everything but you, obviously. Like in TV shows or movies where everything is frozen and a character walks around moving stuff. Adam Sandler in Click, Keanu Reeves in The Matrix, stuff like that. Well, for this to even work, you need to account for every molecule of fluid and air inside and outside of your body. If you're able to move around, then we have to assume the molecules inside you can move around too. And if the air in the rest of the room stopped experiencing time, then every molecule would stay suspended precisely in the same location. So you wouldn't be able to move because you'd be trapped in a prison of air molecules. So let's say that time keeps flowing normally for the molecules near your body. And beyond that, time stands still. All right, well, there's still a problem. As you listen to this, particles of light called photons are traveling at the speed of, well, light, obviously, into your eyes. You're also hearing this podcast at the speed of sound through the air as pressure waves that eventually get to your ears to vibrate your eardrums. If you stop time, then all light and sound would stop too, which might leave you instantly deaf and blind. Not super helpful, right? Okay, let's say that any photons that had already been emitted from a source, like a light bulb, your cell phone, or the sun... Let's say that those photons got to keep traveling. Okay, well, then you've got anywhere from a fraction of a second to a full eight minutes where you could still see. But we want unlimited time, so let's not stop it completely. Instead of stopping it, what if you slowed it to a crawl? Well, that wouldn't work either. When you slow down electromagnetic waves for light and pressure waves for sound, you get waves of a lower frequency. But at a low frequency, you'd hear sounds that drop below the range of human hearing, and light at a lower frequency moves into the infrared, microwave, and radio wave realm. So you wouldn't be able to see that either. In the end, maybe the ability to stop time is one of those superpowers in the be careful what you wish for category, like reading thoughts and turning everything you touch into gold. Still, who said science fiction can't help us learn about science? Today, Curiosity wrote about a new study, and we've got some really bad news if you're addicted to your phone. Oh no. Participants in this study who kept their smartphones out of the bedroom for one week showed a marked improvement in their happiness and overall quality of life. Wow. I'm not done. They also showed fewer signs of smartphone addiction. Plus, many of the participants reported that they slept better, experienced less anxiety, and improved their relationships. More than 90% of the participants who did this said they might keep it up. I can't imagine being a person that would say they would keep it up because I can't imagine being a person that would even do that. Okay, so I do have a suggestion for breaking the habit. Okay. And I learned in college that when you change a habit, you have to replace it with something, right? So you can't just stop doing a thing without replacing it with something. Sure. Obviously, 
you can swap out your phone for a book. It turns out that when you sleep after you learn something new, you're able to remember it better later anyway. So if you're reading a nonfiction book or a philosophy book, then your brain's going to process that more, which is really cool. Here's another life hack on a more personal level. My wife realizes that I'm really into gadgets. So like I like my Nintendo Switch and I like my gaming PCs and I just like techie stuff. So she got me an e-reader. She got me a Kindle. Now I've got a gadget I can bring to bed. Oh. Right. But at the same time, I'm also reading a book. So it's kind of like cheating. So if you at home are sleeping with someone who is tech obsessed like me, then get them an e-reader and it'll even let you read in the dark depending on the model, like if it's got a backlight. Just don't use a tablet. Anything that emits blue light will actually disturb your sleep. Right. Well, there's a couple suggestions. Do you have an e-reader? I don't. You know, I've been wanting to read more books and I use my phone too much. It seems like a simple fix. (laughs) I'll do it. I'm saying it right now on the podcast. I'm going to leave my phone out of my room when I sleep for the next week. All right. We'll check back in a week or two. All right. Today's episode is sponsored by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. You could get in a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But let's take a moment to look at some surprising statistics. Almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes. Even though drunk driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last three decades, drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year. Drunk driving can have a big impact on your wallet, too. You could get arrested and incur huge legal expenses, for example. You could possibly even lose your job. So what can you do to prevent drunk driving? Plan a safe ride home before you start drinking. Designate a sober driver or call a taxi. If someone you know has been drinking, take their keys and arrange for them to get a sober ride home. We all know the consequences of driving drunk, but one thing is for sure. You're wrong if you think it's no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. Astronomers have just discovered a new planet beyond Pluto. We're really not burying the lead here, are we? Nope. This discovery hasn't been published in a peer-reviewed journal yet, but the Astronomical Journal is considering the paper's submission that talks about this discovery. And we found this planet by accident when we were looking for a different planet. So let's back up. In 2016, astronomers got the idea that there might be a planet about as big as Neptune somewhere far away in our solar system. They call this world Planet Nine. And astronomers all over have been looking for it. Nobody's found it yet, but it's probably worth remembering that space is, you know, kind of big. So it might take years and years of searching before we confirm that Planet Nine exists. And in the meantime, we found another tiny world out there. It's officially called 2015 TG387, but astronomers took the TG part and ran with it. So they gave it the nickname The Goblin. The Goblin is a dwarf planet that orbits the sun 80 times further away than Earth. One trip around the sun on the Goblin would take about 40,000 years. That's one long year. I mean, the last time the Goblin was where it is now in its path around the sun, we hadn't even invented civilization, let alone telescopes or spacecraft. But check this out. Even though we didn't find Planet 9, the Goblin might tell us a lot about our solar system. Astronomers ran some simulations of the Goblin while assuming a planet the size of Neptune or a super-Earth was also out there. Long story short, it looks like if Planet 9 did exist, then it actually shepherded the Goblin along its orbit. In fact, Planet 9's gravitational influence might keep a bunch of distant worlds far away from it, which would avoid the chance of a nasty collision. And here's another cool thing. There are other dwarf planets in the zone where we found the Goblin. 
These little worlds all travel in their own zone far away from the main mass of our solar system, where you find the eight planets closest to the sun that you know and love. Taken together, the orbits of these dwarf worlds could be a powerful argument that Planet Nine is a real thing. Now, again, the planet's discovery is still waiting for peer review, but it could have big implications. And it's a good reminder that space is pretty big. So don't ever feel like looking up at the sky is a waste of time. Unless you're staring at the sun. Don't do that. Read about today's stories and more on Curiosity.com. Join us again Sunday as we recap a few more of your favorite stories as part of our countdown to the new year on the award-winning Curiosity Daily. I'm Ashley Hamer. And I'm Cody Goff. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network. 